Okay, it's your girl Sasha, grown and opinionated. Thank you for um joining me. Okay. This week I want to talk about, and I was gonna start it with uh the TLC song, What About Your Friends? Uh be low down, whatever, you know what I mean. But I didn't want to get a copyright strike on this, so I thought against it because I didn't feel like reading the rules. But I have to be honest, like, my energy and everything is not on the the levels. The levels are not good right now. Um, But I wanted to just, in an effort to stay consistent to myself, and also, like, I guess, you know, sometimes just talking about stuff really helps. So I was like, uh, let me just jump on this microphone and do it. You know, I said two a week, so let me stay consistent. Um, and I don't know if this is your first episode. Uh, we usually get, like, uh, we got our core 10 to 15 people, and maybe you're just joining us for the holidays. And while we're talking about that, make sure you check out my um, spring store. Buy some merch. It's the holiday time. Um, this episode is actually sponsored. We got a sponsor, um, needbyzoe.com. Check that out and, you know, support small business and local business. But how I want to go about the show is like you were talking to your good girlfriend. And I don't know about you, but when I get together with my friends, like we could talk about any and everything under the sun. Um, it may start with... <laughs> Are you on your period and will end up to childhood trauma or the favorite housewife show? We just talk about anything. And to me, those are the best things. Um, and let me stop saying um because I know. But like when I listen to podcasts, and I don't know if you guys are podcast listeners, well, I assume some of you are because you're here, or if you're just listening as, you know, as a favor to me, which I really appreciate everybody who checks in, lets it play, whether they're listening or not, um, for me. I like podcasts where it's not so scripted. And I find like now the newer podcasts, everything is like so scripted. It's like, um, I'm really not a fan of podcasts with interview. I don't, I don't favor interview style podcasts. I really prefer podcasts uh, like Joe Budden. I don't watch the, I think they call them like the Super Six, the Magnificent Six, whatever. I don't watch that one anymore, but I love the old ones where it was him, Rory, and Maul, and Parks, and they just sitting there kicking the shit and just talking about any and everything with no rhyme, no reason. It's just like... Like, how you would just do with your friends. Um, There were a few others that were kind of like that. I like Star because his is kind of like that. He has a couple of topics that he want to discuss, and he has call-ins. Call but I just like that feel where it's not so structured. Because, I mean, honestly, when we go to talk and kiki with our good friends... We're not sitting around with a list that we prepared of topics to discuss. We just kind of let it free flow and see where it goes. Now, with that being said, as some of you may know, I started the podcast in 2017. There were two podcasts, The Life of a TV Addict and Grown and Opinionated, both with two of my friends that um, sacrificed their time to help me out to pursue it. 
And after a while, it does get harder to kind of just show up and just talk about stuff. So you kind of want to have like some outline of what you want to talk about and then just let it flow from there. And that's what I, I would like to try to get into and call up people and see what they want to talk about. So today, like I said, my energies are down. Um, I thought like a good topic was what about your friends? Because, okay, health-wise, I don't know how many of you have this issue, but a lot of women I'm learning, and thanks to like Toya, I don't know if her last name is Carter or what her, I don't want to be disrespectful, but Little Wayne's ex-wife, that she came out about the fibroids, and I really didn't know a lot of people that had fibroids or that even discussed it. But it was something that ran in my family and with the heavy bleeding and things like that. And that kind of puts a damper on you. For me, not as much because I've had it since I was forever. I'm 43 now. I had it so long, I just don't remember a time not having the heavy, crazy bleeding. Unless I was on, um, even when I was pregnant, I would bleed, but just not as heavy. And then I had... um, like, I would take birth control. So I was on birth control recently, that one that you're supposed to do. It used to be called Seasonique, but they changed it. And the last time, like, last month or so, yeah, it had to be about a month or so ago, um, I just was bleeding for a six-week straight. It was, like, five breakthrough bleeding, five straight weeks of breakthrough bleeding. And then on the last week, it was, like, my regular period. And because of that, I just made the decision to discontinue it because I have been fortunate enough where I haven't needed any iron infusions. Um, if y'all don't use pharmacy for life from Styles P, y'all should probably check it out. I take the iron out pills because I was always told to be on iron because of the situation. And I, I have been fortunate enough. But once I had the six weeks of bleeding... I was getting really concerned that I may have to go that route, and I just prefer not to. So, as a result of that, I stopped. So, this is like, um, and I wasn't taking a birth control uh, for any reason, because if y'all have been around, y'all know. It's like a drought over here. You know what I'm saying? And somebody just was saying they found their husband in their DMs and they were like not even looking and ignoring him. And just so they finally went through and he was in there and then they got married. I'm about to go through my DMs because, girl, it's a drought. But it was recommended that I take it because I had what I believe they diagnosed as PMDD. And it's like a more emotional, hormonal imbalance that fucks with your hormones and your mental I mean your emotions and your mental and what happens is that a certain time around your period you will get like um I guess it would be kind of a depressive mood and um I always had it my whole I can't remember a time not having it but it was fucking with my ability to function in life now so I was like, listen, I cannot be with this shit for two weeks or a whole, like, I just can't be that. So it was recommended that I take the birth control pills, and that's what I did. But after the six weeks of bleeding, I decided to go off the birth control pills. And this is, like, my first time having 
a regular period, no birth control pills, no um, hormones, nothing. Just regular period. And girl, this shit is putting me through it. It, it is like really putting me through it. Not pain-wise. I think that I have... Um, I'm able to manage because before I was on volume, I was on Percocets. I was, I mean, yeah, it was bad with the pain. And like I said, anybody who has fibroids, you would know. But let's say if a regular person would get cramps, turn this up to like a hundred. Like it's just a constant pain. And at one point it was like, I just took pain medication so I could function. I was always in pain. It just wasn't as bad if I took like a volume or I took something. Um, and I was put on that by a doctor. I didn't go out with a, like I wasn't on drugs or anything. But uh, because my doctor said you can't keep taking ibuprofen at that amount. I was taking four or five at a time. And she's like, you just can't do that. Um, so you're going to have to take something else. And that's what I did. So. With that being said, yesterday I was like in a weird place emotionally. Um, and I'm going to try not to cry, but I guess it was just like the hormones. And um, and I think it also played a part in, as you guys know, I've been very vocal about um, trying to find more of, I don't want to say a purpose because I feel like I have my purpose in life. My purpose in life is to help other people and it's also to raise my children. Um, well, I would say not correctly or incorrectly, but to do a better job this time, to do a better job. And I, I found my purpose. I have my purpose. Um, the thing is, it just seems like certain things that I do are not in line with that purpose or they don't give me the feeling they once did. I used to have a different feeling about things I did, and now it's just like if I was flipping burgers at Burger King and someone ordered and it's like, huh, Big Mac, up, Big, okay, up. Uh, and that's really what it's become. So I didn't know if it was that. And I said, you know, maybe that environment just drained my energy for the day. And I just need to change it around. Like I was telling my friend this morning, which is why I'm getting there. I'm going to get there. But like I was telling her this morning is that I'm a person. I like to be on a certain vibration. And y'all could go on YouTube and Google to get all of this information. <laughs> um, I read some books. I get stuff on Google. But basically, I try to keep my levels and energy up to a certain level for the most part. Because I think that once, you're, once you go down, it is very, it's very, very easy. And it's a slippery slope to going all the way down. And I feel like when I'm down, I start attracting shit to bring me further down. And like I, I was telling my friend and I'm, I laugh and I was laughing and crying this morning while I was talking to her and I'm laughing now about it. It's like once I get the call or any interaction from my ex-husband, I know like I'm at a low level and I need to pick it back up. But before I get there, I'm like, okay. I can feel it. What can I do to bring myself up? And I would do, you know, we talked about it before, the affirmations and things that make you happy. They talk about that um, a lot. You guys heard this. I mean, it was in The Secret. It's in every self-help book you could ever think of. 
or movie, it's about keeping yourself in that place and making sure that you do things that keep you in that place. So I like to go outside and be in nature and hike or jog or do things like that. And yesterday I wasn't able to do so um, because of the other obligations. And that may have played a part. So I like to go and be around people. Whenever I start feeling low, I like to be around people that are moving and shaking because I feel like I can absorb their energy. I know if this is your first time, yes, it get woo woo. I'm all into the spiritual. I left the sage in the other room. That's the only reason why it's not going now. I have crystals. I'm into all of that. I'm into all of that. And a full moon. Oh, and then maybe I'll record another episode after this about dreams because I've been having weird dreams. So that being said, um, that's the place that I was in. And I've just been trying to boost it. And like, I don't know if any of you ever suffer from depression, um, seasonal, postpartum, the PMDD, like I'm talking about, or any form of it. And one of the things like I would describe it, it's like it's sometimes it's an out of body experience. It feels like you're not there. Like, you know, physically, there's a body there. You know, you're there, but you're not there. And it's like. You're just going through the motions and it's no feeling or anything. You're just like, okay, I go to the bathroom, I wash, I do the like, but it's no emotion or feeling in it. And I was getting kind of that feeling. So I did several things. I'm like, okay, let me do this to see if it would change my mood. Um, let me do this to see if I would change my mood. And then I was describe it to my therapist. I'm like, sometimes. I'm at a place when, um, especially when I was having the PMDD bath, is that I do the bare minimum. Like, I do enough so uh, Dyfus is not knocking at my door to take my kids, and um, I don't stink or anything. I don't, <laughs> like, I wash, I get, you know, stuff like that. Before, I was in a place, and I'm not making light of it. Sometimes I have, like, I guess laughter, they say it's the best medicine. That's that's the way I handle most things. I kind of like laugh or try to make a joke. But there were times where I was not washing or dressing for days. Um, and that was more towards the bad part. But that's been years and years. Um, so, yeah, I do like, it's like, okay, the bare minimum, like, I get my kids where maybe on a regular day you would get up and you're up before the kids, you have your coffee, and then you start getting them up and you're preparing them and you're taking extra care to brush their hair or to do, to make sure they look a certain way or you're telling them, like, they put on their raggedy shirt that you keep telling them to throw away and you're like, no, you can't wear that. When I'm having one of those days, it's literally like I'm in the bed. I'm doing the bare minimum. Like, come on, y'all got to get up. And I really get them up because I just don't like being like that around them. So it's more like, okay, let's not make a bad situation worse. Let me not have them here while I'm going through this. So let me get them out. And then it's like once they're ready, they're like, mom, come on, take us to school. And then I go and I take them to school. But it's the bare minimum. And, um, you know, 
before I never, now I give myself grace before I never gave myself grace. If I, and I'm being honest, honest, a while ago, maybe, I would say maybe two years ago, I felt like anybody sleeping more than five hours was a straight up bum. So if I slept more than five hours, I would be on my ass. Like, what type of person are you? Are you going to be a bum? Like, you could just lay around and this and that. And um, my daughter would always laugh. She's like, I never seen you or her aunt. She was like, I never see y'all just sit down and just do nothing. And I'm like, I, I guess it had to come from my mother because we, we all do it. It's like, you don't just sit around. Like, you got to have stuff to do. And so that's how I lived my life and that's how I felt. And if I didn't live up to those standards, I was really, 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 really hard on myself. Now I give myself more grace and try not to be so hard because the shit ain't helpful beating myself up about it. But yeah, it happens. So with that being said, um, today was like the second day that I was like kind of... So after the kids got out and I just started crying and I, you know, you see those TV shows or you hear those commercials where girls are on their period and they just start crying out of nowhere. I have never really like had that feeling for a period. Um, and I just started and I'm like, oh my God, like what the F is wrong with me? And I could not pinpoint anything. Like I would try to, I don't, Okay, so let me back up and be honest. I, we talk about the positive affirmations and how um, y'all could check. I think it was like three episodes ago where I talk about, you know, be careful with your words and not letting people say certain things to you and absorbing that. And don't say it to yourself because it becomes part of your inner monologue or what you think of you. It will start to sink in. And so before, like... um there were things that I would say or do to myself, well, say for the most part to myself. And some were based on what, you know, other people say to me, or some are just like, basically I found talking to other women that a lot of women have the same unrealistic fears that I do. And the biggest one for mothers is our kids. And so then first you start like, I'm not a good mother. Oh my God. Maybe they'd be better off if I wasn't here. Or maybe you know, Dyfe is going to take me because she didn't do all of her homework assignments last night. She only did two of them. And now because she missed the third one, Dyfe is going to take my kids. And I just don't. And so this is the type of thinking I used to be on. And after talking to other mothers, you would be surprised how many women have this unrealistic thinking going on in their head when it comes to our kids. And I guess because our kids are so special and like so connected to us like that's our greatest fear and because of that we you know it starts to come up and we start to get and then the mind just keeps going 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 until you stop it so I used to be like that before but um I came up with a lot of techniques and tools and I guess I should share them now on how I stop myself so I rarely does my mind go through maybe one negative thought before I could shut it down and it's not like an easy process. It's not like once my mind says, oh, you're not a good mother, or I hear that negative back talk, and it's like, well, you're not a good mother. And then I say, oh, yes, you are. You're a really good mother. And then they say, yeah, you are. And then it never happens again. No. 
it would just change to something else. Where you're not good at your job, you you shouldn't even be allowed to do your job. And then I would be able to shut it down. Before, no. I would start to think of things that I did wrong and how that... And now, maybe, like I said, for the most part, maybe one negative thought, uh, two maybe at most. But I'm able to return myself, and I use the positive affirmations. Um, earlier on, I used, like, the worst-case scenario. So, say, for example, if it was, like, um, my kids in the homework. Because during the pandemic, this was, like, a really big, a really big belief of mine. Uh, was like my kid, you know, that if they are not on the Zoom link and they don't complete the assignments, when that Dyfus will be at my door knocking to take my kids away because they're not on Zoom on a regular basis or whatever. And what, um, but through therapy and everything, what I learned, the technique I learned was like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? If your kid doesn't do all their homework, and right now, my daughter, I'm having a time with her, which we'll have an episode about parenting and whether this pussy parenting is effective or if we need to go back to old school parenting. But that's another day. And she didn't do one of her papers. She left. I'm looking at one of her homework assignments right here. Now, I would start to get that feeling like, oh, my God, this and that. What type of mother are you that you didn't make her do this and that? And then... I would, so like now, once I, before the first time when I was starting to have these during the pandemic, what I would do is say, okay, what's the worst that could happen? She doesn't do her homework. She gets an F on that assignment. And let's say she never does any homework. She'll get more Fs and maybe she'll get left back. But it's unlikely that would happen. But that would be the worst case scenario. Dyfe is, is not coming because she failed to do her homework. And once I got that unrealistic thought out my mind and got it to the worst case, I was more able to function. Um, now it's more like I don't have to do worst case. Sometimes I do it uh, like around business or something like that. Like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? Um, and I was when I was talking to my friend, I would say, you know, I, that's what I say, like, my mind, it feels like it's playing tricks on me because it's like, okay, that's the worst case, but you'll still be here. You'll still be alive. You still have your children. You still have, you know, breath, and your heart is beating, and you still have opportunity to go out there and get it. So, fuck that. Move on from it. Um, like, I'm looking at my daughter homework, and it's like, oh, you're not a good mother because you didn't make her finish your homework. And then I would give myself... Um, I would do the talk like, listen, that's not your job. You know, your job is to raise them. Your job is not to, you know, be a dictator or beat them into submission or to make they, they you know, they still have control over their own lives. And that's like one of the biggest things. I don't know if it's in the secret. I don't I can't recall. But in a lot of the self-help books, which y'all know, after I got divorced, I read like every one of them. Uh, when I was going through my divorce and, and manifestation and all of that thing, all of those things, one of the things is that you can't have the desire, like your your desire or your manifestation cannot be based on um, robbing someone of their own free will. So you can't say, um, you can't manifest that I want somebody else to do or whatever. You can only manifest for yourself. And 
that's kind of like where I go with my kids too, or with like this situation with the homework is like, I can't, I don't control her to a certain extent. Like it seems like as parents we do, but she still has free will. I could lock her in a room with a pencil and I could pop her like, um, one of my friends, uh, well not friends, but one of my classmates when we were in school, she would say like back in her country, um, if they didn't write, like, basically like a typewriter, they, the teachers would just pop their hands with rulers and keep hitting them until they got it right. I could sit there and do that to my daughter all day. And let's say that after I did it for all day, she actually wrote the homework assignment. She did everything. On her way to school, which has happened many a times, she could even ball it up, throw it away, or just leave it in the car and not even turn it in. I can't control that part. So I, that's one of the tools that I use is like, okay, what's in your control? What's not in your control? Um, and not try to take ownership of other people's stuff. We talk about that relentlessly on this podcast, but that's another part of it. Like I, I can't control her in certain aspects and that's out of my control. So that kind of um, helps me also. Now, with that being I called up my friend this morning and I'm like, I, well, I talked to her. I didn't call her first. I just sent her a message saying like, yeah, I could really use some good vibes, some positive energy, send it over my way. Um, and like I said, because I believe in that stuff, I believe that if you have people praying for you and you're praying for other people, I believe that it works. I believe that the God, the universe, Allah, however you want to call that we're all, we all have parts of God in us. We're all God. We all have a part. And the more of us that connect on one purpose, the more likely it is to happen. And the more likely it is, we're going to give so much power to it that it would change. I know, I know. Don't get woo-woo. We're going to have to talk about some ratchet stuff like Cardi B leaving her husband. That's something. <coughs> so it won't be too deep. But that is my belief. So if I'm, like, in a place and I, I pray, I meditate, I do all of that stuff. And this morning I was praying and I meditate every night. And when I was praying and I'm like, you know, let me get my sister and to join in to kind of give that energy because I need it. And so, you know, my friend was like, okay, you know, call me. We got to talk. Like, let's see what's going on. And, um, you know, just talking to her and it just felt so good because she, she was really there for me. And she was like, you know, listen, this is my schedule for today. I have time. What do you need? What do you want to do? How can we, how can I help? And so that's why I say, what about your friends? Because, you know, we all see those memes and they're the posts and they're like, my friends better than your friends. I mean, really, what about your friends? Do you have many friends that would literally say, look, I'm dropping everything. I'm on my way or, you know, how can I support you? Or are you, do you have a group of friends where you feel like I could just stop and call you about things? Um, and share things like that. I have to be a hundred percent honest. I definitely would not have shared. First of all, the fact that I'm sharing this stuff with y'all is just, you know, 
But that was one of my goals is to be more transparent, more open, more vulnerable. But I definitely wouldn't have told anyone. Um, I don't think even my family, you know, for the most part, I don't think I would have told maybe 10, 15 years. I, I, I just wouldn't have. I dealt with it. I would have dealt with it the same way I was dealing with it by myself. Um, as I go through life, you know, I started to open up more. And to be honest, the one thing that helped me the most is just not giving a fuck anymore. I don't give a fuck what people think about me. It's none of my business. If you feel a way about me, keep it to yourself, write it in your journal, talk about it with your best friends. Just don't tell me. Um, I don't need to know. Unless it's something where it directly relates to our relationship. If it's something that I'm doing in our relationship and you're like, or you you see a flaw in me and you feel like I can approve and it's something like that, then okay, we can have a discussion about that. But even at that point, um, I still don't give a fuck what people think about me. So there's things that I have and, you know, somebody may not like it or they may not, you know, what's the name? I'm always improving. Don't get me wrong. I'm not on no cocky shit. I feel like as a human, I forgot, and I just saw this saying, and it was about, you always got to improve. You always, you're always improving. You're always looking for ways to be better than you were yesterday. And I'm always in a learning um, mindset that I'm observing life and learning and experiencing it. So I'm never at a place where like, huh, this just me. I, I got to be me. I'm never like that. It's like, okay, maybe I can change that. Maybe I can't. But I just don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what other people think about me. Um, and I think that helps. So me being vulnerable or opening up to people, um, I'm more, I'm, I'm able to do it more because if someone says, like, me now talking about depression and stuff like that, I don't really have the anxiety anymore. Um, it might be the weed, but I don't know. But I don't have anxiety anymore because, like I said, once I start to get those thoughts, I have the tools now that I use to shut them down. So I don't have that running mind or whatever. I'm, I'm really control of my mind and my thoughts. And when they get out of control, I'm able to whip their ass back in line. But... Something like that. So as, and most of us are a minority and in our culture, it'll be like, oh, well, you know, she crazy or she need to get on some Medicaid or she need, shit, I was on medication. Oh, you know, she was on med. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I do not give a fuck. So it just doesn't bother me. And I don't give a whole fuck, not a half a fuck, not a maybe three quarter inch, I give a whole fuck and I don't give a whole fuck. And that is like, so I'm not even arguing with anyone about it or discussing it. So if someone says, oh, well, you know, um, she crazy or she couldn't keep her man or something like that. Like, all right. Next. Thank you. Next. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what you think about it. And so, yeah. I mean, and I always, 
I'm, I, when I talk to my best friend, I always say, like, I'm kind of like the uh, ghetto <laughs> spiritual Ivana or something. Because it's a lot of, oh, the spirits and, you know, uh, we're all gods and our energy connects. And you get the crystals and woo. And maybe when the full moon comes into cycle, la, la, la. And they'd be like, yeah, but I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck that. Fuck them. <laughs> Well, if this is the content that you like, <laughs> then you can sign up and subscribe to the podcast. But I wanted to do one thing. That's uh, so I was that was the topic. And I keep saying, I know I'm getting it backwards that I should post the topic on the Instagram and get kind of feedback on what other people say and then talk about it. But I always do it the other way. I talk about it and then I go the other way. Um, oh, see my friend had FaceTime me. Let me, so I want to call my other friend. Cause she said, call me, call me when you do your podcast. So I'm going to call her and let's see what we get here. Since it's what about your friend's day, right? What you doing? Oh, you know, I'm recording. So you told me to call. <laughs> Yo. So I'm like, let me call her. You ain't working? Girl, you should have called me earlier and said you were off. We could have hung out. Oh. So, everybody, this is my good, good friend. She told me to call her when I record. So, today, I was talking about fibroids, um, hormones, periods, and what about your friends? Yes, we're all over the place. Well, I guess they all kind of tied in. Because the fibroids, well, do you have fibroids? But nothing crazy that's like. Oh shit! Let me tell you, if you had fibroids, you would know. Like it would, like you, unless they're really, really small, and then. I was about to say, or they dry up. I had one that was dying, and that shit was killing me. I was in the emergency room. Oh my gosh! Yes. But I'm um, talking about that and do so. Are you on birth control? You can keep it. Look, we'll keep it between us. We'll keep it. <laughs> oh, my God. So I was on birth control, but I stopped. Were you? Because I don't know if I told you, but I was bleeding for like six weeks straight. So I stopped taking it. Exactly. But so this is the first time I had a regular period without any birth control in like over a year or so and do so it's yeah so my hormones are like all over the place and i was talking about that when you have your period do you cry and stuff like that like on tv in the commercials <laughs> Girl, let me 
tell you why it's funny. I'm not going to say it's when I'm on my period, but definitely I'm going through my cycle. Everything's making me fucking cry and angry. Oh my God. That's why I was, so I was talking about that because I'm like, yo, I, I guess it's been so long and I never had that feeling. I'm like, yo, why the fuck am I crying? Like, I feel like on those commercials. <laughs> yeah. Every type of thing you can feel through each week of my cycle is crazy. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that, that we're getting older now, so maybe it's changing, because it's all about the hormones. Right, right. Oh. Well, you're not that old, but... Regarding the topic that we talked about, yes, honey, I'm like 66, you're actually... That's I think that would be like over 45 or something. No. I'm talking to, uh, so I'm talking about, like, let's say I get pregnant over 35. You're considered having a serious pregnancy. Yes. I had one. So my it's all serious. Oh, dried up as eggs. <laughs> But at our age, honestly, we can still get pregnant. <laughs> it's not record. <laughs> that is so. I never thought about that, and you know what? That may be the reason with that when I had my last kid, I I had postpartum because of the age. Because I'm like. I never had this feeling or whatever, but I never even factored in the age. I keep, I don't know why. I just be forgetting about aging like that. Yeah. About the reality of aging as a female, because it don't matter as an age. Well, it does, but not as much as a Hmm. Good point. Good point. So, this morning, I, I called one of my good friends, and I was telling her, like, yeah, I'm just having one of those days, and she was like, okay. Uh, what do you need me to do? We can meet, go hike. We could go do whatever you need to do. So that's why I said then that led into what about your friends? Do you have really, really, really good friends <clears throat> that you could call? <laughs> uh, 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 that you would feel comfortable calling while you were going through something like that and that you feel like they would just drop everything? Why? I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I don't want to bother anybody. Like, this shit is normal. Like, I'm not about to make myself look like a punk-ass bitch.
I think that's the part, like, you're saying bother. But if you got, like, really good... Like, it's not a bother. It's like, this is what friends are for. Uh-uh. About to break out. It's a song. That's what friends are for. <laughs> like, that's what your friends are for. Well, let me tell you, if you have that, then you could call me. I will slide through with the Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> and take care of you. But part of that, so that'll be on my, um, listen, on today we're not doing it, but doctor, because I'm a psychiatrist too, um, a therapist, a therapist, a life coach, a therapist, whatever one you don't need a license for, because I ain't trying to get sued or no shit like that. Right. But <laughs> if you are going, we could discuss that too. Uh, that may be based on your MCS. Middle child And I hate that I've never had that. And I'd rather just not ask they my kids than ask somebody about my kids or anything. But anything. You know, I'll be out there. Like, I know. We be dry. But we got to get back out here. Girl, let me tell you. Yes, that judgment and all of that. Psh, well, we're gonna get, we're gonna form, um, we're gonna find us a nanny, us and our other because, girl, we gotta get out in these streets. We we ain't gonna be single forever, so <laughs> we need to. Do tell. Look, do tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the point. Like, nobody wants that. I'm about to say the D that's readily available. Nobody wants it. It's like... <laughs> That's why it's readily available. We want the good quality. <laughs> good quality man attached to me because you're looking for some serious, you know, like looking for commitment in a relationship. So, yeah, it's going to be hard to find that. But if you're looking for some you can get me. 
Yeah, I'm not looking for I'm not I have no interest. Maybe like not right now. And I thought maybe like a few months ago I was in that place, but I'm like, nah, that's just like a waste of my time when I need to be um saying my Sierra prayer uh twice a day. <laughs> I could just jerk off and then um <laughs> She did on the um what is the girl name that was with Little Meech? That's pregnant by Little Meech. Uh, Summer Walker album. It's on there. Who the hell says she's pregnant by? She is. She said she was not. She said she was so. She <laughs> said she wants more kids, but she also said that she was not pregnant. I, I could have sworn when somebody said, oh, you look pregnant, she was on something. And on Instagram, whatever she was on, and she said, they said, you look pregnant. And she said, because I am. Hold on. Look, I'm about to hit the Googles. Pregnant by Little Meech. Girl, sometimes uh, she says the rumors that she pregnant. Oh, she said it wasn't true. I thought she said. Because, they see, it was a month ago that she confirmed it, but she probably just said it. Yeah. No, it wasn't that. It, she literally was on the thing, and somebody said it to her, and she was like, oh, because I am. And that's why I was like, oh, yeah, she is pregnant again. See, and they have it here that she confirmed the pregnancy, but now some of, I don't know. I don't got a time to be going. Listen, I'm trying to figure out why the fuck Blueface, Krishan fucking Offset, Cardi B. I, gotta, I got real things to think about. I ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> a summer walk <laughs> and little meat stuff. I gotta focus on the real, the important stuff. Did Chris Shaw fuck offset or not? Like, this is important. Well, men don't cheat. You you know, like I know. Men don't cheat. Men cheating has nothing to do with the woman that they with. Nothing. Beyonce got cheated on. Right, but it, 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 it affects the woman that they're with. It does, but it has... You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't get all that plastic surgery to look different because she was um, um confident in herself. You know what I'm saying? Like, now it's going to make her feel even less confident. Like, damn, I did all this to just, like, whatever... So you think she did that stuff because it seemed like she was already having it before. She was already getting it done. The stuff with the face is weird. No, about the face. Yeah, the, about the, face. the face is weird. That because uh, somebody posted, she posted, somebody posted a picture or she did, and they were like Cardi such as I'm like y'all so dumb that ain't even Cardi B. Like why y'all starting rumors? And it was her. <laughs> Yeah, she looks different, but I don't think I. 
I don't know if, uh, well, we're around the same age. Because when Little Kim started getting it, and it started getting out of hand, like it was first the boobs, then it was this, and then her whole face just changed. And she was like, you know, it was a self-esteem thing. Like, I didn't feel good, like, because of the way I looked and the people I were around. And we all thought she was pretty as fuck. But did he really, and we ain't going to call it, like, did he really choose her, though? Because he married Faith, but he was with Little Kim the whole time. But he didn't claim Little Kim. He wasn't public with Little Kim. He didn't marry Little Kim. I always, I, you know, you know what? I always thought that was because of the image Little Kim had that she had to be single. Because you remember back in the days, no. being married wasn't cool. Like, everybody would deny their girlfriend. Shit, look at Ashanti and Nelly. And he even it's said it. Cool. So you think that I thought, well, what he we, said. We dumb. We dumb when it comes to men and love relationships. We will claim that motherfucker quick. I don't think so because he said. It's not about her image. It's not about her image. But she before. Girl, and he told otherwise. I think like, so before with Ashanti and Nelly. Nelly was saying that before. The whole thing was that Ashanti people were kind of like, she has to be. They didn't want them to appear, her to appear like they were together. Like they could be friends, it could be rumors, but they didn't want it to be official or be out there no, because she I needed to be single. I read a saying the reason why they broke up is because she felt like it was where they were about to get married and he's like, why would you be here? Oh, I never heard that one. I never heard that. I heard that he was like, it was her people that she. They wanted her to have that. Like, she didn't want to be... But that's crazy to say that everybody... That's, so that's, that's even... That's, 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 I didn't know they were... Honestly, I did not... I did not know. And I didn't know she was messing with Irv. I always thought she was messing with Ja Rule. I did for the longest time. I promise you. And then somebody... I didn't know about her either, but I didn't think she was with Ja Rule. Yeah, chicks who smash them, you know, they always my bro. That's the bros. <laughs> it didn't seem like she would be doing that. Like I feel like she would say that purposely to make it clear that it was nothing going. Oh, I don't know. Well, I must have been oblivious to it because I sure enough, I remember the rumors about Kelly and Nelly, but not a shot like. Before, I think, did they ever do a video? No, that didn't come till later when she did the video. So, yeah. But I'm so happy for them. I love them. I love them. I love them. But I think that that's the only reason why. So, see, I guess people have different opinions. I thought the only reason why it wasn't, like, for R&B singer to be with somebody was okay. But for Little Kim, who talking about Deep Throat, Facino, and all of that other stuff, No. You, you, every dude gotta want to smash you. Like, they gotta, you gotta appear single. Yeah, you can have 
But look at, oh, look, this is a perfect example. Nicki Minaj and, uh, uh, what is his name? Is it Scaff Breezy or Safari? Safari, okay. Who's Scaff Breezy? I don't know. I must have made that shit up. But anyway. <laughs> so look at that. They were together all of those years from high school and shit, all while she was coming up, everything. And she never admitted to him being her boyfriend until they broke up. That's when we learned he was her boyfriend. Because it was an interview she did where people were assuming she was like gay. Because, you know, she talked about finding stuff. Uh-huh. And that said, no, I've been with somebody since. And that's when it came out that I found But that's how I found out that she was in a relationship with somebody that long. I think it just wasn't public because he was <laughs> Straight. <laughs> I think that was less more than her being in a relationship. But then, if that's the case, then wouldn't you just dump him? Like, if he was that bad, like, I cannot be with this guy. He is mad. You would just dump him. <laughs> I think it was dead. I do. I really do. Straight. I can love somebody if they corny like me. Because I think like, and people say I'm corny, but I think I crack. Yo, I when I say I think I'm funny as fuck, I crack myself up all the damn time. So if they corny like me, where they say corny jokes. <laughs> no, I need, look, I need you to pay something. <laughs> money, money. Well, Cassie's saying she going on tour. Nope, I'm not going down. Nope, nope. Me no do no. Me no understand that. Me, I'm not. No, it's a no for me, dog. No, like I'm. It's a no. I want to know how do feel about this right away because I don't have, I don't have time to waste. I wasted a lot of my life. You understand? I was with my ex Girl, since I was I like 16. Exactly. I am not wasting what I look like dating somebody and they letting me know like, oh, you know, that's not the vibe. They want to do 50-50 or they feel. And I know that ain't what I want. I got to go. Like, no, my Russell Wilson is waiting for me. <laughs> you blocking his interest. I got to go. I don't have time to waste. I don't. I feel like that's how people get caught up in that shit. Like, you like, oh, well, they right here, and... Girl. Girl, so multiple people. I gotta start dating one. Like we need to go to a speed dating event so we could get a bunch of. But we gotta find one with black people. Like so we could just get a bunch of names 
and well, numbers. Maybe that guy ain't black. Whoa, sister. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me get Dr. Umar on this mother lover. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Well, I always laugh and say, like, oh, no. Well, Asian, I probably could do if they like Philippine or something like that, like uh, black Asian. I could probably do. I can't do no Caribbean. And my friend, she Caribbean. She told me because I thought it was just Latinos. She said, no, all Caribbean men act like that. Like they love you to death. They will love you until they kill you. I ain't got time for that. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. They too passionate. No. <laughs> I need less passion. But maybe a black Asian, like Philippines, or what's the other one? Like, something like that I could probably do. White, probably not. I don't know. Ilk. Not ilk like that, but not for me. No. Ew. I don't mean it like that, but like I don't want to offend nobody, but that's just not for me. Like we gotta keep the black family strong. And then like I don't know. Then I'm gonna have my kids, and you're gonna be helping me raise my kids, and you all white with your white ways, and not that they bad, but they like they might not coincide with what we do. Well, maybe it'll be a good balance. Hmm. Plus, I don't even know that many white people. Yeah, and that's willing to pay. Now, yeah, that would change things. Well, I've been out, and let me tell you. So what do? But that's the thing. I think that that stuff easy to say and harder to do because you've been in relationship. I've been in relationship. You already said you got kids. I got kids. Like there, trust me. There were number of signs. Like that meme said, it looked like uh, six flags around it. <laughs> but you don't get out. And so it's easy to say, like, oh, well, you know, if they not, then you just get out. But how do you make sure you don't fall back? I think for me, I know I'm not going back there. So would you leave somebody mid-date, like, say you're at the restaurant and he just say some... Red flag shit. Would you just get up and walk out? No, but I'm not gonna let him pay for my dinner if I don't see him ever again. Why? Because I'm not. What you gonna feel bad? No, I just feel like there is and there is absolutely 
some kind of expectation that comes with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm paying for your dinner, then we're going to see each other again. Oh, it doesn't mean, like, I'm going to ask tonight, but there's an expectation that comes with that. Like, yeah, I'm going to let you pay because I'm trying to see what's up with you. But, like, if, if, I'm, if I'm not feeling you on a date, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to pay for my half. Like, don't worry about it. I got, I got mine. And then I'll let you know, though. I don't have a problem with somebody I'm not interested. Mm. But I'm not going to go on a date with somebody that I'm not interested in either. There has to be some initial type of attraction or interest for me to agree to go on a date with you. But that's the thing, is that we all had that. We all, because, trust me, you didn't get pregnant and I didn't have four kids. Like, we don't, this doesn't happen where there's not an initial interest. It's just that there's, and we all overlook them or you make excuses for them or you say, well, nobody's perfect. I just didn't use protection, okay? I was being I can't, I can't, because you... And I had no reason <laughs> to not have my baby. Shut the hell up. I can't. I can't. Speak for yourself. Let me, I'm going to use that excuse. I'm like, listen, you know, I, I, I didn't use protection. I wasn't on a pill. We ain't use a condom. And things happen. It ain't like. <laughs> and then when I say babies, babies are blessings. <laughs> But and, and here I am. <laughs> I know, cause I think that the the thing is, is like it's signs and stuff that you so like. I should leave them off alone and focus on me, focus on you, queen. But you, you know what I'm saying. But you don't. Yeah. Do you feel like now? I well, I say it all the time. I I think I did the work that I ain't going back that path. Um, do you feel like that you identified and did the work that you wouldn't be back in that position again? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I think that comes with this age maturity as well, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like at this point, you know what you want and what you don't want. And you don't care what anybody else says because at the end of the day, you pay your own bills. So you wouldn't have a problem. You felt like, yeah, well, I'm just walk out midday. Like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Feel like you, you would be confident and comfortable doing that. Yeah, I would do because I don't want to waste. I don't want to waste anybody's time. I don't want to waste my time. So if I see like. Okay, 48 um oysters. Like, <laughs> once I finish slurping all these oysters, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Depends on what's on the menu, huh? But see. See, I think that that's the thing. That's why I say I don't want, I would prefer to meet someone 
And it's like, I met them and we've been around each other. And then we go, we start dating because I don't. How old are you? 40, how old are you? 40, and that ain't happening yet. So it ain't going to happen. So sign up for one of those dating apps and just start dating. How you going to say it ain't happening yet, girl? I was a whole married <laughs> woman before. Because I would meet people now. Like, you meet people now, right? Nobody. You don't meet anybody now. No, I don't meet nobody. If I try to talk to somebody or text somebody, it's because I knew him from before. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't Hell no. I do. Hell no. People meet people. So, for example, you might have... No, speak. Hold on. Speak for yourself, because I've been out in these streets. Now, I would say I went to a big Frida concert, and that was not the best place to meet single men. I'm straight men. Look, single straight men. (laughs) But I'll be out here. But, for example, like, so when I went out with my friend from school, and she has friends that she knows, and we go out, or, like, if she has a Christmas party, and I go to her Christmas party, there's going to be people there that I don't know that I will meet. I will. It's going to, I mean, <laughs> to say, like, you're never going to meet anybody because, yeah, you do. You meet people every, like, well, not every day. Let me not stretch it. But you meet people. Shit, I met people at yoga the other day. Like, you going to meet people. Um, most men, I don't say there's any men in my yoga class, but yeah, we disagree. I don't want, I know I'm not meeting them every day, but I disagree on that. You won't meet them. I haven't been, first of all, if you had listened to this podcast, you would know. It's a freaking drought over here. But in all honesty, I don't think I was, not that I don't think, I know. I wasn't ready to date until I would probably say recently, like sometime this year. I wasn't ready. I just wasn't ready um, because I needed to, yeah, I needed to see why the fuck I got myself in there. Now, while you may want to chalk it up to being irresponsible, not having a condom, I mean, that's funny, but we know that ain't the truth. And how the fuck did we get in these positions and make sure that doesn't happen again? And I had to, like, yeah, I wasn't ready because I didn't want to end up back in the same position. Like, because nobody comes out when you meet them or anybody try to talk to you or whatever. Nobody's going to say, hey, listen, I'm a fuck up. I'm going to fuck your life up. (laughs) I ain't shit. Um, I'm a bump. They're not going to do that initially. And what is it, and I had to do the work on myself, like, what is it that made me overlook those signs and accept it for so long so that I won't get myself back in there? Because nobody's going to come out and you, even if you met a bum today, you, he's not going to let you know he's a bum. It's going to be little things that you need to pick up on. And then when you do be, be in a position to say, I'm out. Cause that's another thing we may pick up on them, but then we don't act on them. 
And that I wasn't, no, I definitely wasn't. I, I was not ready. I was not ready. Mentally, emotionally, I was not ready. I just wasn't. Now I feel like I'm ready because I feel like I'm really confident. And that just came this year because even like now I'm, I told you the other day, like, oh, I'm looking for a registered man. I'm not comfortable where probably last year I would have been like, oh, well, you know, and people say that it's unrealistic that somebody going to be paying for everything. You know, you got to be willing to split. And I was accepting that bullshit. And this year and now I'm like, no, that's not that's not OK for me. It's not it's not going to work. You think you're well, you say you're ready to date. Well, hunch and date two different things. Are you ready to start looking for uh, your life partner? <laughs> At least you honest about it, right? Like, I just want to hunch. Look, I just want to hunch. <laughs> Get up out of here. I ain't trying to be your friend. I ain't trying to take, don't look. I don't want to see your kids. So how about this? How about we have, well, I don't have any, wasn't, oh, I do have male friends, but they, a lot of them were because of my ex, but still, they could be good for you. We should have a party. I just saw this on. No, I don't watch that. That's what I was that's what I was about to say. We should have a party where we invite all the single men we know. Um oh, that may be a problem because we gotta make sure they really single. <laughs> My daughter said that she she said that before. She was like, everybody got holes. <laughs> well, that's a whole different thing. Um, it's a whole different thing. But they, they can. Well, please, my ass, I used to, I was like, are you married? Like, I feel like if you're not married, you're single. I'm like, I don't even understand. I, I, I don't think I would understand a grown-ass man telling me he got a girlfriend at our age. Like, huh? What is a girlfriend? Like, really? You 50 with a girlfriend? Then I don't, that's weird too. Well, it's not weird. That ain't, like, that ain't something I'm interested in. But if they, like, yeah, like, are you just going to be? Absolutely. That's what I'm looking for. I, look, I got to find my own, my son, a pappy. <laughs> yes, I'm looking.
looking to get married again. And yes, yeah, someone that we're going to, well, and that changed too. That's why I said, I don't think I was ready to date until this year because that changed too. Before, I was always of the opinion, I won't have anybody around my kid. And now that totally changed. Uh, like, that's a 360 now. Like, the person I'm looking for, I need you to be around my kids. I need you to help me raise my kids. I Like, oh, so a one, wait, what's half a 361, 80? <laughs> so that is a total, because before, I was never of the opinion that you should have, I, I just was like, yeah, whoever I'm with, they will not be around my kids unless we're going to be like married and then that would be when we'll start to do that now it's like you're gonna have to be around my kids like you're I, I'm looking for someone who I can marry and raise a family with and hopefully look hopefully they ain't got no kids but if they do we'll work that out uh <laughs> Well, the other two don't need no raisin. They grow. Uh, a problem with younger but it has to be within like three years no more than three years I can't be yeah I would say around 40 because my son he got friends that's 35 like uh-uh uh-uh that's too young I would say like 40 and up is okay but younger than that I ain't got time for them so yeah that's what i'm i'm yes i am looking for my future husband that's why i said i can't waste any time i gotta say my sierra prayer twice a day <laughs> i gotta focus on these things i gotta like get out there meet people go to events so i can see people Oh, no. You should talk to our other friend about these dating apps. They looking for swinging that thing and all of that other stuff. Oh, I'm about to say. I think that's the issue. I just don't want to... Well, I know. I would prefer not to feel like I'm auditioning or I'm going out. Like, I don't have time for that. Like... I need you to see me, feel me, feel my vibes. Like, okay, I'm feeling her. Like, not, I post up a picture. I say, oh, I like walking on the beach and hiking in the mountains. And then you like, nah. Not that I'm opposed to dating apps. Don't get me wrong. I'm not opposed to them at all. I just don't think that's for me right now. Because then I'm going to have to, I mean, the whole point of the dating app is to get the dates. So now I got to go on dates with 20, 
or 10, 15 men just to, and I don't got time. I want to meet you. I want to be going to my friend's house or going to a party, my friend. I meet you. You cool. I feel you cool. You feel I'm cool. And then... We'll see. Look, we'll see. Well, no, not to meet one guy, to meet guys like that. I guess that's the point. But I think that I don't agree that it's unrealistic that you can meet the one guy because I think that happens too. But I'm not looking to just, I don't, I don't care if I had to meet multiple guys that way and then find the one. I just would prefer to meet them that way. Yeah, I, but I want them because I feel like if I'm around you, I don't know. Well, you know, I'm an energy person. I feel like when I'm around somebody, I could pick up on their energy and their vibes and they could pick up on mine. So then right then and there, we're going to know if we feeling each other. Speak for yourself. <laughs> well, you just looking for hunching, so why don't you? This is what we could do. We'll have a check in. You go on a date in that. steered you. I was about to say you could go on a date in that post up and then report back how it's going. If I had like a set schedule where I knew when I was going to be like kid free like on a, a I would be out there dating for because I know when I'm available. I don't know when I'm available. How many times a week? So let's say you ideally how many times a week would you like to go out on a date with someone? Once a week, you would like to go. You could do once a week, boo. You could do once a week. I can't because I don't. I have like and then when I don't have them, and I'm already scheduled to work five a.m. the next. Day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go back to the young thotty ways, like just sleep in the car. <laughs> Put some deodorant on. <laughs> Keep the Listerine in the car, rinse your mouth out, and get back. Oh, my gosh. No. I I think, like, once I start the day, I would like to go out, like, maybe twice a week or something. Like, I want to move. Like, I want to get this shit jumping. Like, yeah. Well, I'm going to let you know how it go because I'm setting up. That's why I say we need to get like a nanny circle or babysitter circle going. But I'm going to find someone. Um, I already have someone who said like during the week they'll watch the kids. So I'm really going to start like looking to go out more, more frequently so I can meet more people.
Yeah, but I wouldn't go hiking. So we talk about this every week when we go hiking. I don't know if you watch murder shows, but... <laughs> I'm about to say, something always happens to the girl when they go hiking. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm thinking about that, like, to find different things. Um, Like, I would like to go to, like, but more, I want to say upscale, but not, like, I would like to go to places, like, how they have, like, uh, trivia night or karaoke night or, like, the bars that have, like, the restaurant and then, like, maybe a little bit of music or something like that, like a whiskey bar or something like that. Like, not straight club, ass, hand on your knees, ass shaking, like that. I'm not, yeah, I'm not interested in that. And it seemed like that's, like, you know, I know that you would have a higher chance of meeting someone that way. But I'm just not looking for that type of person. Not that, because you never know who could be wherever. I'm going to leave that part up to the universe to figure out. But I would like to go to more events like we went to and more like um, they have different things on different nights, like just to go out during that. And I think like the best times, honestly, is during the week where they have more of the adult type functions and things like that. Or midday. I ain't listen. If I got to be out 12 o'clock in the morning with my hands on my knees to find a man, the shit ain't going to happen because... <laughs> Hey, I need to be in bed. <laughs> I get tired. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I already know, but I am looking for, so that's what I'm looking for in the new year, to go out, like, a set amount of time, you know, maybe twice a month or something like that to go to different events and everything and just to be out there and be more available and get out there now. And we got to start posting. So I already posted that before, but we got to start being serious with these pictures on the gram because apparently it's still going down in the DM. <laughs> so we need to get a finster. And so we can have a page where we like just leave it open and then we'll have our other page with like our kids and with our regular friends. But we'll have one where we just thirst trapping all day. Or not thirst, I don't want to say it like that, but like where we post like nice pictures of ourselves and we say fake deep shit and stuff like that. <laughs> Let me tell you, it'll work. It's still go down in the DM. So I think something like that might help. Because right now, if you think about it, like your Instagram, who you got on there, but people you already know. Oh, I never had. But, um, yeah, so I still have people. And I do get, yeah, um, but you know, I'm like, I can't, I'm not interested. <laughs> I care. I got to look. Listen, let me tell you, if somebody in them DMs and they ain't the first three or two, I don't even go. Honestly, I really don't even go in the DMs. And if I do, I go like the first, the top three or four, and then I'm out of there. I don't really go. But I'm like, yeah, we need to get like, start taking some nice pictures and have us like a fake Instagram. Not fake, but like a public one where it's more open. 
everybody on my thing. And even if somebody send me a friend request and I don't know them, I don't even accept it. Like, I'll just go and look at their page. I won't even let them on my page. Like, yeah. So we're going to work on that. All right, so I'm about to get up out of here. Thank you for being our guest today. I don't know. We went way off a topic from... We were five words, periods, hormones, friends, <laughs> to hunching, dating apps, Finster accounts. <laughs> but this is the type of podcast I'm looking to do. So when you listen to... Well, make sure you listen to this one. Um... So you can hear what I was talking about in the beginning. Because I was saying, like, I like podcasts where it's, like, people just shooting the shit, just kicking and right. talking to their friends. I don't like scripted podcasts or where they interview. I just yeah. don't prefer those. All right. But let me get out of here. It's almost time for me to get my kids so I could post this up and go get them, do my mommy duties. I'll talk to you later. All right. Peace out. Alright, so I'm gonna get out of here. That was my bull. I don't know how we got so far off um topic, but I want to um I'm gonna end this because I gotta get out of here. And um so the episode will be up on the podcast. I'm on Instagram, grown underscore and underscore opinionated on X, formerly known as Twitter, at JMO about, and the videos are up on YouTube. Until next time, Sasha out. Thanks for joining. Peace out.